We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2020 Masters DraftKings Salary Unveiling. I have yet to look at what the salaries are. They just came out, so I thought I would do an initial reaction show. Maybe we'll dig into some of the stats at the Masters for Augusta National. Obviously, we don't know what's happened at the Houston Open as of the time of this recording, but I did want to let people know that I'll be using, I'll use my custom model last year from FantasyNational.com. All the stats and tools that I'm looking for are from FantasyNational.com. You want a discount at Fantasy National? Just go to FantasyNational.com slash Mayo, M-A-Y-O. Get yourself that discount right now. It is the best stat database on the planet, completely customizable. All the tools like the lineup generator, the simulator. The simulator hasn't run its simulations yet because the pricing just literally came out. So it hasn't had time to run its 1,000 or 10,000 simulations, how many ever much moose is running right now but at the same time get yourself the membership today well if you are watching this on a wednesday let's say and you get the weekly membership you get the houston open and the masters so you know like i said slash mayo at the end of fantasynational.com get yourself that discount be like seven bucks or something like that you're probably gonna play more of that at augusta because you want to know the info that comes along with it also as an update on the schedule for masters week obviously this is the first look show saturday you should expect the full DraftKings picks and preview with ben and rick on monday jeff and i are sitting across from each other breaking down the entire betting side of the masters one of our favorite shows of the year it's not in place of anything nfl it's just an extra show for the masters who wouldn't enjoy that a return to golf for the first time since the u.s open for jeff and i in studio wednesday a live chat the day before the masters likely around noon eastern time on mayo media network if you are watching this on YouTube right now. Please subscribe to Mayo Media Network. It would really go a long way in helping us out. If you're listening to the podcast version of the show, rate it five stars, leave a quick review, please. That is the currency of the show. Or 
you can do that. Then go subscribe to Mayo Media Network on YouTube. It takes like five seconds, even if you don't even watch on YouTube. More subs, the better it is for Mayo Media Network and Pat Mayo. So we can continue to give you all of this fun coverage. Then, Friday, round two of the Masters, as the guys go off, probably the back nine, uh, Cut Sweats Live in studio. Me and Jeff will have friends and family on the line. You don't want to miss that. That's not going to be on the podcast feed. That's only going to be on the YouTube channel. So why wouldn't you be a sub to Mayo Media Network? Now set a reminder for that Friday so you can check out the best show on the internet. The Cut Sweats Live. We actually know what the cut not is necessarily going to be, but we know how it actually works. So that makes watching us much better than watching PGA Live. We're like, wow, I think the cut is minus five. And it turns out like the cut is minus ten. Not a good example, mind you, of what the cut is going to be this year because we don't know. All right. Enough of that. Let's jump into it. I want to open up the prices and see what it is. I'm guessing Bryson's going to be the most expensive, but sometimes these Masters prices, although it's a lot closer to the actual event than these Masters prices normally come out, so I'm prepared to be blown away. Number one in the pricing is Bryson DeChambeau, $11,200. All right, not too bad. JT, 10.7. Rom, 10.5, Rory 10.2, Dustin, and even $10,000. That's it. Xander, Brooks is 97. Oh, it's going to be really curious with Brooks to see how he plays in Houston. If he goes out and wins Houston, I have bet on him to win in Houston. So hopefully he does go out and win in Houston. He's either going to be the most popular guy on the slate, or if he has a bad week, like he's going to be severely under So you got Xander, Brooks, Cantley, Morikawa, Tyrrell Atten, Webb Simpson, Patrick Reed, Tiger Woods, and Bubba Watson in the $9,000 range. Woo! It's really tough this year because all these guys are... The guy who's playing the shittiest, obviously, like Tiger excluded, you can kind of make more okay. Let's, let's see if we can do this here. Are we going to play Rory or not at 10-2? I, I have a bet on Bryson to win. I have a bet on Justin Thomas to win. Uh, those futures are looking good right now. Those are the two highest priced players in the field. And when we think about lineup construction, can we jam all these guys in? I would imagine we can. So we go to the, let's just go to the very bottom here. So you got Andy Ogletree, Jose Maria Alathabal, James Sugaru, VJ, Larry Mize, Abel Gastros, Sandy Lyle, Mike Weir, Lucas Michel, Trevor Immelman, Zuckzoon Lin, C.T. Pan. We can probably just cross off C.T. Pan, too, because he reeks. Fred Couples, John Augustine, Bernhard Langer, Nate Lashley, the Jazz Man. Basically, you can cross all these guys off, right? Or even Papa Shugo Imihara at $6,200. Putnam's been playing like dog shit, so he's $6,200. Probably get him off the list. All right. So once you take those guys out of the field, I think there's like 90-ish players in the field, 92, something like that. No, obviously no Victor Hovland, no Daniel Berger. Uh, they didn't make the cut this time around. Uh, they'll be in the 2021 Masters. They could not qualify because this field was set at the end of March when it came down to it. And Augusta National said, nah, we're not doing that. But you have to think about this. Like, it's fun to take someone like Langer or Fred Couples or VJ in your lineup. But we see this happen every year. These guys are never a part of the winning lineup because they just don't score enough. The biggest factor we're going to see, because this is in November, I just checked the weather. It looks like it's going to be like low 60s, mid 60s in the morning into the 70s in the afternoon. That's just been the general trend in Augusta, Georgia, uh, at least what I'm looking at on windfinder.com for what it is right now, currently as we film, and what it projects to be in 10 days from now, uh, when this actually ends up dropping. Eight days, 10 days, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, So it's not like frigid out there. It could be super cold in the morning, but will that end up having it play exactly like it does in April? 
I don't really know. This is something I'm going to have to dig into as the week goes along. Obviously, I'm not prepared to like fill out my lineups and chuck everything in right now. I'm just seeing the pricing for the first time. And you know, the Masters is the one time of year where I do all my research. I write my column. I come up with everything. We do the shows. Then I like to dig in to see what other people see. Usually, I try to avoid that stuff, so uh, I remain unbiased. But I think that people have particular takes, and especially they might have better weather takes than I do and how the course is going to play, mainly because... I don't really know. I'd actually be really interested to hear what the tour junkies have to say about this. You know, Pat and Dave, uh, Dave lives in Augusta, so maybe he has some insider info on this. If you don't subscribe to Tour Junkies podcast, you should definitely go do that. Uh, two of my favorite guys in the industry, David and Pat. So maybe David's got some real insights here. Just scanning back up to the top here. So we all know that Fuzzy Zeller is the last first-time player. Debut dang do end up winning at Augusta, and that's just usually a good method to take people off of the list. So Morikawa is a first-timer, 9,500. He hasn't really been playing all that well either. The putter has just been a disgrace for him. Two majors in one year? That's going to be tough. Sorting out this top end is going to be extremely difficult. Bryson DeChambeau just signed a deal with DraftKings uh, to be a sponsor. I believe that debuts at the Masters this year. So, I mean, Bryson, 11-2, sporting some DK on his hat. I uh, might have to just go with Bryson. I think he's going to win, although the, uh, the odds, he's the betting favorite. He's the most expensive guy. But if you look in terms of actual win probabilities, like he's not likely to win, uh, even if he is the favorite or not. Thomas is super interesting, though. He gets close every single year. Same as Rom. Man, Dust and in Dustin, it's interesting that he's playing Houston because we haven't seen him since he tested positive for COVID nineteen. If he comes back and storms Houston or just plays really well, like guy finishes inside the top ten at the Masters every single year. Let's take a hop over to fantasynational.com for a second. I believe I have my Houston model loaded in at the moment. Let's load in the old Masters model and see what it has to say. Now let's see, strokes gained off the tee, weighted the same as approach here, around the green just a little bit, par 5 scoring is up, par 4 scoring overall, proximity range 150 to 175. Might have to amend that if the ball doesn't travel quite as far this time around. Like, the last two times that we've seen players end up, like, winning or challenging have been in, like, windy or frigid conditions. Zach Johnson in 2009, obviously my guy. Danny Willett in 2016, where you saw the shorter hitters really compete. That was the year that, like, the Willett year was the year that, like, Langer was involved until, like, the very end. Fun fact, Smiley Coffin was also involved. I believe he was in the final group that year. Did not turn out well for old Smiley. I think it was, like, the last time he was actually good at a tournament. At least through three rounds. Was not good in the final round. But I'm going to load that in. Oh, Eagles, 3%. What did I overweight here? Do I just not have? No, 100 weight is applied. Oh, I had strokes game putting it, 2%. It's really difficult because out of any course all year long, course history really does matter. Is it that's being played six months like on the calendar opposed to what it's normally played? I, I think that's going to be able to be factored in. I just don't know how. Uh, maybe I can wrap my mind around it, or maybe we can't do it. But over, I have this set to the last six months, last 36 rounds. And apparently I've already starred Dustin Johnson and Matthew Wolf. I don't know how I've done that, but uh, unstar them for the moment. Dustin, Rom, Thomas, Bubba, Finau, Xander, C, woo, Kim, Morikawa, Scheffler, and Wolf uh, are your guys in the Masters field right now who rate out the best after that it's reed kokrak kepka cantley lee westwood westwood would become interesting since he tends to play the masters well anyway what is his what is westwood he's in the field in houston as well lee westwood seventy two hundred dollars this week that sandwiches him around woodland who has the injury neiman smith lowry kuchar westwood 
Billy Horschel, Cameron Champ, Kevin Kisner, Brendan Todd, Jason Kokrak, Danny Willett, Poulter, Mark Leishman. Oh, Snedeker is playing. I thought he wasn't playing, but here he is. Hmm. So the top end is going to be super difficult to unlock. What do you do with Jordan Spieth at 8200 bucks? Him and Ricky and Sergio, obviously, and Paul Casey. All good course history on all of those guys. Man, this is going to be a tough go of it here. Because I think that people want to play Bubba at $9,000. Just thinking about it right now, the ball striking has been so immaculate. Like, he ranks out fourth in that modeling. But even just to look at who he's around here, like, do you want to take Webb? I mean... Webb has played well, decently in the Masters, but he just doesn't have the distance that you want to see. Although, can he go like full Patrick Reed? I mean, the shot shape for Patrick Reed is obviously a little bit different. He was just unconscious the year that he won. You got Adam Scott, a former winner. Finau's obviously played well here in the past. Hideki, another one. Fleetwood, if it's like colder, windier, maybe, but he's just been so trash recently. Wolf hasn't played it, so you probably cross him off the list. Day, who knows where his game is at. He withdrew two tournaments ago when he was playing well, then came back and played horribly. Again, he's a guy in Houston you're probably going to want to watch out for. Man, can I just go full fate of Webb, Tiger, Fleetwood, Wolf, Day, and try to narrow it down that way? I don't know how many turn lineups I'm going to play this year in the Millionaire Maker. I might try to stick to the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League, which uh, the link to the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League, I saved this for the middle of the show because it's going to fill really quickly. Uh, You can find that in the description of the podcast or video right now. Or if not right now, within like five hours of this being released, it should be available. Sometimes DraftKings lags on that. I told them, as soon as you release the salaries, give me my tournament. The people need to reserve their spots to make sure that they get into the best tournament on DraftKings. $15 to play, three max entry. No, Rick! I asked for 5,000 spots. I expect we'll get 5,000 spots. And I expect those 5,000 spots to fill very quickly because that's what happens in golf. Hatton at 94. Hatton is top 10 in the world right now. Obviously, he's been playing great. And even if we look at the, the modeling, where is he at here? Where's Hatton coming at? Hatton only comes in at 21st, actually. Hmm. The approach is good. The around the green's not great. He's not elite off the tee. Obviously, the eagle rate is down. The driving distance is down. So maybe he's a fade in this spot. I know a lot of people like him in the betting market, but I think I would rather jam in Bryson and Thomas or Bryson and Rom or Thomas and Rom or DJ and Rom. Or even Xander for that. I mean, can you fade Xander here? I fade Xander all the time. It always blows up in my fucking face. It sucks. Cantlay is going to be a hot commodity at 96. Very curious to see how this ends up shaking down. It's crazy to think that, like, just from the outset looking at it, unless Dustin and Brooks are disasters in Houston, Rory's probably going to be the lowest owned of all of these guys going for the career Grand Slam. It's interesting. Very interesting to see. Curious how that ends up shaking out. But you almost have to treat this like a no-cut event in a way. The top 50 in ties are going to make the cut at Augusta National. And then anyone within 10 strokes of the lead also makes the cut. If it plays a bit more difficult, you can get an expanded field. And like we talked about, there's like 15 guys just to cross off. Like two of those guys probably end up making the cut. So you think of it in a limited field event where like 66% of the field is going to end up making the cut once you take those guys out of the equation. That's why I really like the the to make the cut parlays at Augusta over anywhere else because the odds don't, the books don't actually factor in those odds that such a high percentage of people end up making. Like last year, I think like 75% of people made the cut just because the one leader didn't get out way ahead of everyone else. Uh, let's get back to the pricing though. So the 8K range, the full 8K range, Adam Scott is at 89. 
Finau at 88. Adam Scott could go overlooked here unless he like wins in Houston. So Scott, Finau, Matsuyama, Fleetwood, Wolf, Day, Garcia, Spieth, Fowler, Casey. Don't know how the public feels about Spieth. 8,200 is such a, such a good price if course history Spieth shows up. It is the fucking worst price in the world if Jordan Spieth from the past two years shows up. So that's going to be a tricky one to figure out. In the 7K, here we go. We got Louis, Scheffler, Rose, Fitzpatrick, Mickelson, M, Answer, Neiman, Woodland, Cameron Smith, Shane Lowry, Kucher, Westwood, Horschel, Champ, and Kisner. All those guys are between like 70 and 100 to 1. I would wait to bet on the Masters if you haven't bet on it yet until the actual Monday. People's odds tend to get better uh, in terms of us betting them as we get into Monday. That's why Jeff and I are saving the betting show until Monday. Uh, obviously, if you play at a book that allows each way odds, it'll go from top 5 to probably top eight top 10 uh, depending on if, if you're i mean that's generally for people outside the united states but here in canada we'll probably get a top eight and britain they'll probably get top 10 as a part of their each way uh you can just mind value that way and that way you don't have to bet top fives or top tens it's all kind of included in that one bet double your actual bet but still uh, you'll just get better odds on it Six, uh, no one really sticks out from that range like Westwood, but he's probably like the worst of those guys. Like that's such a crapshoot range. Like th- you'll probably have to have like, what do you do with Kucher? Kucher has been awful. He's 7,200 bucks and he's basically in the optimal every year at the masters. So that's a tough one to wrap my mind around. Six K's you got Leishman, Sneds, Weisberger, EVR, Wallace, Stenson, who withdrew in Bermuda, C. Wu, Zach Johnson is like the huge outlier here. Uh, as it pertains to betting odds. Like, everyone in this range is 150, 175, 200. Zach Johnson, a former winner, who won last one in, like, cold conditions at plus one in 2009 is 100 to one. I guess he's getting that baked in for him. But his putting has been off the charts good. Uh, if this becomes a situation where guys can't go for every par five and two, and it relies on wedges and three-shot par fives, and Zach Johnson actually is in play. I just can't imagine that happening. With the distance these guys have off the tee, we just have haven't seen that materialize in a really long time. Oh yeah, Molinari is going to be in the field. I mean, I do have a future on Sebastian Munoz. It was a mispricing. I have him at 2,500 to one uh, to win the Masters. Now, I probably wouldn't bet him at the 150 or 175 he's at now. He's a first timer. It's not great. But if the guy can just sneak inside the top five, because I have the each way on that. It's a Boku bucks for Pat. So let's go T4 Sebastian Munoz. He's $6,700. Nah has played well in the past. Uh, Sometimes when you get down into this range, you either look for the one elite skill that guys have, like Nah can putt, and Nah has putt, putted well at this course in the past. Same as Zach Johnson. Snedeker is another one that just, there's something with this course that really kind of gets through to them. Top, uh, I mean, Justin Harding is 6300 bucks. He finished inside the top 12 last year. He's like Euro speed. He just hits fairways and gains like 12 strokes putting every single event. Uh, but at least he has some history here of playing well. This is the site of, it's been 18 months since Molinari's been good when he melted down playing with Tiger and Fino in the final group at the 2019 Masters. And I guess he's going to be back for this event. No one really sticks out as like a, it sucks. Like, I mean, I guess it's good in a way. Mainly because usually they release the pricing like three weeks, four weeks in advance. And then by the time you actually get to the Masters, there's some guy who's like wildly just mispriced. Like, I don't know, Kokrak is, I mean, Kokrak's probably not a good example. Let's say it was, 
I don't know, Kisner at 7,100 bucks. And then Kisner goes out and wins Bay Hill or he wins the match play again. Then you get there, you're like, oh, this guy is 50 to one in the betting market and he's 7,100 on DraftKings and he ends up being like 25% owned. And we've actually seen the good chalk come through with the Masters in the past. I remember the first year they had the millionaire maker. Everyone was on Hoffman and Kevin Na and they ended up being in the winning lineup. So uh, it's not a spot. You need to find yourself to be a little bit different when you construct these lineups, but you can't be afraid of the chalk at a guess. The field is too small. We see the same people play well over time. If I click on tournament history um, at Fantasy National, let's see if Mike uh, Mike has been proactive and loaded this in as of yet. There we go. So last year, Tiger, if we just go strokes gained over the past five years, total. Spieth, Rory, Rose, Johnson, Hideki. Rose is interesting because he's below $8,000. He's usually someone you always want to target. I just don't see him being popular why because his stats are god awful if you look into it like he either gains a bunch on approach then loses on approach gains a bunch on approach then loses on approach but can he settle in uh to be someone who we can actually trust at this course i don't know uh i think i'm gonna end up playing the ownership game with those guys in that low eight high seven range like to kind of Get back through. Who's been the worst at the Masters? Uh, outside of like the Mike Mike Weir, Larry Mize, VJ Singh, great. Uh, Hatton has been bad in his three starts, although he has made the cut the past two turns in his three appearances. He's minus 15 strokes gained to the field. Woodland has been bad. Lowry has been bad in his four starts. McDowell, Shez, like, again, I, I don't love to dig into course history all that much. But at the same time, we just see the same guys every single year end up coming through. Like, look at Spieth. T21 last year, he was not playing well coming in. Third, 11th, second, first. Rory, 21st, 5th, 7th, 10th, 4th. Rose missed the cut last year. Before that, 12th, 2nd, 10th, 2nd. Dustin, 2nd, 10th, fell down the stairs, didn't play, I guess. 4th and 6th. So a top 10 in each of his past four starts. Ricky, top 10. 11s where he has a top 12 and four of his past five starts hideki is uh, he's been trending down recently but he keeps making the cut here every single year casey was off last year but before that 15th 6th 4th 6th day 5th 20th 22nd 10th uh and he has a third place finish the year that adam scott won as well brooks second 11th second 31st like guys just keep hitting the very top end here so it makes it very difficult to parse. Like you're going to have, you're probably going to have to get like, that's why I added Eagles gained into the list here. Uh, mainly because those are extra DraftKings points. I mean, you know, someone's going to make a hole in one on the 16th on Sunday with that pin position. Can you be the person who's lucky enough to have it in? Hopefully <laughs> in your lineup, that's how you can go. So I guess there's going to be some value to the ownership projections once they come out. You can access those on fantasynational.com as well if you want to, uh, fantasynational.com slash mayo. But I do think that a lot of the narrative is going to be driven by what happens over the weekend at Houston as it pertains to a couple of players. Specifically, I guess if Scheffler wins, although Scheffler hasn't played this, right? I'm not crazy at thinking that. Let me, let me just look up Scheffler. Yeah, Scheffler has never played this event. So who are the debutantes that we're looking at here? Uh, debutantes in this field. Answer, Exun Lin, Christian Zunot, Cameron Champ, Tyler Duncan, Luke... Well, Lucas Glover's not a debutante. He hasn't played it in a really long time. Griffin, Homa, Sungjae, the Jazz Man, Sung Kang, Kokrak, Lashley, 
Morikawa, Munoz, C.T. Pan, Victor Perez, J.T. Poston, Andrew Putnam, Scotty Scheffler, Eric Van Royen, Matthew Wolf, Nick Taylor, outside of the amateurs uh, that have qualified for this field. So I'm not saying that these guys are necessarily a cross-off from your list, but unless they're in, in incredible value, uh, they're probably not going to win. And if you're going to go to the top, uh, like the Morikawas of the world, and even the Scheffler, if we just look at his price range, uh, we're going to see him. Who is he next to? He's next to like Fitzpatrick, who was a top 10 at the Masters in the past. Rose, Usti, another guy who's had a top 10. Casey. Like if Scheffler performs really well in Houston, he's going to be higher owned than all these guys. And realistically, the other guys, even though on paper they probably don't have a better chance to win, in reality, they may just have a better chance of win. So just be cognizant of that. This is the week that course history is going to make the biggest difference. Like Wolf at 85. That's great. But like Day probably has a better chance of winning than Wolf does. Does he have a better chance of top Top 10 than Wolf? That I don't know. But if I'm going to be looking from anyone up in the top here, I need to have that confidence that they're that they have a chance to win if they're going to go into my lineup. But just initial thoughts, Bryson's going to be super highly owned. If people don't like the bottom, it might be some salary cap relief. Other than that, if I had to guess, Cantlay right now at $9,600, especially if Brooks doesn't have a great week in Houston, is going to push like 25% ownership. That would be my my initial lean uh, as I go through the pricing. There's no one value play down the list that really sticks out to me, to be perfectly honest with you, is, oh, that guy, definitely everyone's going to be on him. I just don't see it, to tell you the truth, uh, unless something changes between now and the end of the Houston Open or someone gets an injury or something or other. Uh, maybe some good narrative street. Someone, uh, someone goes full Danny Willett and gets some baby swag on them, then everyone's going to be on them. I don't know. Anyway, that was the first look for the Masters. Drafting Masters is here. It took us an extra six months to get here, but we are here now. So please subscribe to Mayo Media Network. That would go a long way. Smash the like button to the episode, as always. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, rate and review if you have the time. If not, just rate. Scroll to the bottom of your iPhone, hit five stars, be on your way. If you got the extra 20 seconds, say, hey, I like this show. You should listen too. Boom. Helps out. That is the currency of the show. Remember to play in the Millionaire Maker on DraftKings and use Fantasy National, for Christ's sake, fantasynational.com slash mayo to get all the tools, to get all the stats. By the time you're watching this, all the info should be loaded into fantasynational.com. We'll see. I know the simulations take a really long time for Mike, so maybe he'll have those up as well. But if you go Wednesday to Wednesday, if you're watching this early, then maybe you can sneak in some Houston Open in there as well and get the live stats over the weekend because that weekly membership will get you Wednesday to Wednesday, so you get two tournaments for the price of one, all right? Thank you all for watching. Play and reserve your spot in the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Open now. Link is in the description. That'll do it for me. I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.